Welcome, Welcome to, to the Giorgio Says Podcast. Spilling the tea with Giorgio Takanakis. If you love to keep up to date with all the latest pop culture news and celebrity gossip, then this is the podcast for you. Now, now please welcome, please your, welcome host, your host, Giorgio Takanakis. All right, what's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of Giorgio Says the Podcast. I'm your host, Giorgio. And today's episode, I kind of want to dive into um, a couple things, but mostly I want to get into Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. The new season starts tonight. It is coming on right after Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, which is a whole other uh, can of worms. But nonetheless, I want to focus the episode on what we should be expecting this season. I did get to see most of the first episode already. So I will say that it is a little bit confusing when you dive in only because when we leave the reunion and then get straight into episode one, there seems to be some sort of gap on how the ladies kind of shifted in terms of alliances and things of that nature. But before I get into the episode, I do want to say a couple things. I want to be completely honest with you guys. I started this journey almost a year and a half ago, and it has been something that has truly changed my mindset and my life in the sense of really going after things that I really wanted. And for a long time, I've talked about this in um, another episode of how I got here, but just kind of getting over the fear of putting yourself out there and trying new things and really doing what you're passionate about really does bring you the things that you ultimately want. Even the things that you don't think you would be interested in or want or think that could happen, start happening and unfolding. Um, And a lot of people DM me all the time that want to get into content creation or start something And the question always is, how do you get started? And I would always ask the same question, but I think for me, it wasn't so much a question of how I got started because ultimately the answer that I give people is you just got to start and it doesn't have to be perfect. And a lot of people say this, but I think until you actually start, you won't really know. And no one really knows what they're doing half the time. They're just going with it and they're seeing where the journey leads them. But more specifically, um, the reason why I bring this up is that I've really kind of dipped in and out of YouTube world. I have spent obviously a lot of my focus on TikTok. And a lot of the reason is is because TikTok obviously like really picked up quickly for me. Um, YouTube has always been a challenge, not because it's YouTube, but because it's, it's always been intimidating to me. It always feels overwhelming. Like when do you start? How do you keep it going? How do you stay consistent? Because my whole thing has been like, if I can't consistently do something, I don't want to probably promote it because I don't want to let people down. With TikTok, it's a lot easier. They're very much more short form. Whereas like YouTube videos are a little bit longer. They're a little bit more expanded in terms of the topic that I'm discussing. And it wasn't that I didn't want to expand or talk about it more in depth and and really dive into the YouTube world. It's just scary in terms of time commitment. So I say that to say that at the beginning of this week, I made a goal for myself to finally 
step in 100% and start posting daily content on my YouTube channel, giving it love, starting the process, just putting content out there. And you know what? It's okay. My numbers are really low. It's really slow growing. I think I only have like 293 subscribers, which thank you for that. Cause that's more than other people get when they first start their channel. But in terms of like the long-term, I do want to continue the podcast. I do want to continue building my YouTube channel, obviously, you know, still building out my TikTok and doing more exciting things. So um, I just want to say that for everyone that has subscribed to my YouTube channel, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. When you're commenting, when you're sharing, I really do appreciate it. And I would ask that if you guys wouldn't mind going to my YouTube channel. And if you're already watching this episode on YouTube, because I post all of my podcast episodes on YouTube as well, go ahead and hit subscribe, hit the notification bell, because I am coming in full force with YouTube. So I will be definitely doing that. I also want to say that I am a little behind on the Patreon. So I do apologize. I'm honestly trying to rework the tier system and maybe even do like a price cut just because um, I've just been doing some market research and I'm, I'm still trying to understand Patreon as well, but it's not going away. I, I will be updating it very soon. I also have my uh, collab Sunday live show with Natalie from Femtero. It's on her YouTube channel at Femtero. So Every Sunday at 2 p.m., we go live and we talk about different pop culture topics. She pulls some tarot cards and then we kind of see what, what the cards say about what's happening. So that's very exciting. Um, so you need to definitely check that out on Sundays at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's called Nat Geo. Obviously, get it, Natalie Giorgio. But um, anyways... <clears throat> enough with my rant, uh, but let's get into what I wanted to discuss originally, which is Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. So we have the premiere of season three that's starting tonight. I got to see most of all the episode already. So I have some tidbits that I won't spoil it for you guys because I hate when people do that, but I will give you some insight because there might be some confusion just watching the first episode only because there was a gap between the reunion and when they started filming and there was a lot that happened in between. So I think when you see the episode open up, you're going to be like, wait, what? How did this happen? So some alliances have shifted on the show and it's clear that, you know, all the reports were true when they stopped filming this season, there was reports saying that the alliances had completely shifted. There was a team Lisa Barlow and, you know, Whitney, and I think it's Dana and Angie. And then we have Meredith, Heather, and Jen Shaw that are on their own little team. Now we don't have Mary, unfortunately. Um, although after watching the first episode, I really do feel like Mary would have been spectacular this season just with her commentary alone, but she's not on the show. We also don't have Jenny. And if you don't recall, Jenny was fired for 
some racially aggressive posts that she made during the Black Lives Matter protests and things of that nature. She did film, I believe, a few scenes in the very beginning of when they started filming season three, but obviously because she was let go, they're not gonna obviously leave that in. So there is some sort of, uh, I feel like there's a gap, but it, it once you get over that, you, you see that the episode kind of just takes off. It's not a slow moving episode at all, which I appreciate. And I think that season three is really gonna put Salt Lake City on the map, like hardcore. And I'll tell you that, I'll tell you my reason for that a little bit later. I just want to kind of go through what's going on. So we have Meredith and Jen, who you may have seen a clip. They put a clip out of a sneak peek. But Meredith and Jen go to some sort of spa, jacuzzi type situation. And they're clearly rebuilding their friendship. They're in a better place. But they're discussing, obviously, you know, the elephant in the room, which was Lisa Barlow's hot mic rant from last season. And, you know, basically it, it, it comes across like Meredith is at a place where she's not ready to entertain an apology from Lisa or even get into it with her. But she does point out some interesting things, which leads me to believe like the producers have these women being really messy this season because, you know, Meredith implies that you know, Lisa Barlow's tequila business, Vita Tequila, isn't everything that she sells it to be in the sense of she kind of alludes to the fact that like sales aren't what she says they are, or maybe how it's distributed, or it it, it gets a little shady and, and she doesn't really go into it too much, but I think she does a little bit later in the season. However, it's interesting because... um you know, after last season, I wasn't used to even seeing that much dialogue between Jen Shaw and Meredith because of everything that was going on. Obviously, season two was a wild ride for a lot of the ladies. So it is kind of nice to see them, you know, being friendly and and rebuilding that friendship. Now, what really was like very interesting, especially after watching season two reunion, was the person that Lisa decided to call on to get some advice or support on how to try to move forward with Meredith. So Heather Gay meets Lisa Barlow just to, to kind of chat and catch up. And, um, you know, Heather basically tells her that, you know what, you said these things, you absolutely put that on the table. There's no denying that you can't really backtrack from what you said, but the question lies, of Lisa, do you believe those things that you said? And of course, Lisa's very much like, no, absolutely not. It was in a it was in a rage moment that I said those things. And we have to remember that she also wasn't aware that they were going to use that audio. She was simply ranting to a producer. That's why when you see her open the door and throw the mic pack you see another person in the room. It was like a moment where she was packing and trying to like, you know, get out of there. I'm not excusing it. I'm just saying they made it seem like she just walked into the room and just started like going off. And it was more of like a venting moment. And they used the audio for that. And obviously we're here now. But when when Heather asks Lisa, do you believe 
the things that you said about Meredith or do you really feel that way? And Lisa adamantly says, no, no, no. It's hard, even if it's true, it's very hard to digest that she said all of that, but didn't mean any of it. Now, I know that sometimes when people are in a rage or they're angry, especially if it's someone that they really know, people can go below the belt much, much quicker and much easier um, because you know that person so well. But um, I think in this situation, the way that the rant went on and the things that were said, I think Meredith and Seth are not going to just easily move on from this situation. And you know what? I don't know if I would easily move on from something like that either. I mean, she didn't just say it to a group of friends. She said it, you know, and it was publicized on national TV. So now everyone has their own idea of like, are those things true? Did Like, you know what I'm saying? So I understand from that angle, but I also understand from Lisa Barlow's angle that she also felt hurt. Now what, what she did wasn't justified for being hurt unless she was ready to leave the friendship completely. Like if she was going to be done with it and she said all that, then fine. It is what it is, but it's clear that she wants to move on with Meredith. So, you know, and I think they do get into that a little bit tonight. I think Lisa Barlow tries to engage Seth about it and yeah, it was a very interesting conversation. It's just very interesting. The dynamics that are shifting this season, but, um, the next thing, guys, that we need to keep an eye out for, because this is going to be, I think this is going to be part of the, like, the best parts of this season. So we have new a new friend of the show, Dana. She is new to Salt Lake City franchise. I think, I don't remember whose friend she was. I don't know who's bringing her on the show. I don't recall. But nonetheless, uh, last week I was on Instagram and I noticed that... Dana was going off about stuff in the Instagram stories because apparently Jen Shaw made some shady comments under someone's post. So I'm going to read them to you so that you can get an idea of what we're dealing with. So Jen Shaw commented, number one, we don't know her. Number two, don't come for me wearing McDougal's 1984 prom dress. Number three, save your pennies. You're the one not getting paid and working for free. So that's what Jen Shaw wrote. Now, she didn't tag Dana, but it's clear the message was to Dana. Dana went to her Instagram stories to respond and said, bitch, quit worrying about my McDougal's because where you're going, they don't make Gucci orange jumpsuits. And I own multiple properties and businesses. I don't steal from the elderly. I also don't work for free, but you wouldn't know anything about that because you've never worked a day in your life. Worry about paying your mother her retirement money back that you took from her knowing you were guilty. Clink, clank, bitch. Then she follows up with, for someone who doesn't like to play extras, you sure like to keep my name in your mouth. Have a amazing day, boo. Laughing emoji. Okay. So if that gives you any idea of what we are going to get from this exchange between Dana and Jen Shaw, 
it's going to be, it will be Shaw amazing. I mean, just that trailer where she, like, I don't even remember what she says. Something about, like, something about not having money while she's in, in, in jail for her, like, what's it called? I can never think of the name. It's like a specific term for it. But anyways, it's going to be good. So I really feel like we're going to get a really solid season of Salt Lake City this time. I know it's still like new to a lot of people, but I think after this season, more people will be talking about it and it will be more of a staple franchise, which I'm happy for because I think it was a great concept. I love the idea of, you know, all the different fascinating stories. It shows there's diverse groups of women around the country um, who deserve to have stories told too. Um, something else that's really interesting and the reason why I said earlier is that I think after this season, it's gonna, Salt Lake City will be on the map is that I was, I think it was yesterday. I think it was yesterday. The View did a topic and it was covering, um, so Meredith Marks did an interview with Page Six. And, you know, she was just talking, they had asked her about her current friendship with Jen. Because as we know, you know, she was supporting Jen up, you know, to the point of when they went to New York. And then we find out Jen decides she's going to plead guilty. So after that, there wasn't really much talk about where does that leave Meredith and Jen and how does Meredith feel about that? But nonetheless, uh, Meredith says that they're still very much friends and they're still in contact and they still speak to each other. Heather also has come out and said that she's in support of Jen and will continue to support her through this whole situation. But it was not so much about that clip, but when we get to Whoopi, Whoopi's, you know, kind of, bringing it up to the other ladies to get their opinions, obviously. But she goes on to say that she can forgive a lot of stuff because the whole, I think the topic was something like, could you stand by your friend if they did something that was dark or something like what Jen Shaw did? Like, would you be able to stand by them and support them? And, you know, some of the ladies were like, you know, I, depending on what it was, obviously she didn't murder anybody or do anything horrific where she's like, you know, burying bodies, I think is what Joy said in the attic, you know, if it's, if it's a white collar crime or something like that, where, you know, somebody made some mistakes and they got themselves in trouble, a majority of the ladies on the panel said they would support and stand by their friend because they can separate supporting someone who's going through a difficult time and not excusing what the person did, which I do agree with. I think you can do both. However, it was interesting because Whoopi came out and said, you know, she can forgive a lot of things, but what she can't forgive is stealing from the elderly because she says that that's like picking low hanging fruit. And, you know, Jen Shaw did scam a lot of elderly people. And it's sad because a lot of these people, you know, some of them were really like trust. Like that's the problem I think with this whole situation is the victims are all elderly people who, you know, got taken advantage of. Jen clearly knew what she was doing the entire time based on the way she pled guilty. And then on top of it, it's, you know, she did take money from her mom and knew the whole time. So those things kind of boggle my mind. So all in all, Jen Shaw, 
um, you are not forgiven by Whoopi and Whoopi is not going to be supportive of any of your journey. Um, it was funny. I can't recall the other lady's name on the panel, but the other lady on the panel who does watch out, watch Housewives also brought up the Erica Jane situation and how like Erica didn't really display any empathy for the victims in her situation. So I just think it's interesting that we're talking about Beverly Hills and Salt Lake City on a show like The View. Not to say it's super wild, but definitely caught me um, off guard when they brought up Salt Lake City. Because Salt Lake City is still very new. There's not a lot of people that even know it's a franchise. Uh, so I think that's going to be really interesting. And I think this season's also going to get them a lot more press. Um, mainly because of the Jen Shaw stuff. But I think she's fine to continue filming. I hear that they're still filming all the way up to her trial, which is in November. And so, you know, they're utilizing the uh, opportunity here for more storylines and, you know, keeping things moving. So I think we really will get a great output from this for the show in totality. I think the ladies will be able to bring it more. They are clearly more comfortable. They get the assignment more and more. So this is part of the fun of watching a franchise grow for me is watching the ladies like grow into their like respective roles on the show and like the difference in dynamics. And oh, and one more thing that I'm really interested in finding more about this season is Whitney in the trailer talks about having some trauma in, in her childhood. And so I think that has a lot to do with the rift between her and Heather because, you know, they're, you know, they were close. And so I don't know if it has something to do. Maybe Heather didn't know about something that happened. I'm not sure, but that's been very interesting. And it's, it's something that I really want to dive more into. So I'm very much looking forward to it. And before I leave you guys today, I do want to remind you that I did start doing the watch parties on Zoom, but I think from some of the feedback I got, although it was fun and amazing last week, I do think it's best that we do them once a month from what a lot of people reached out and, and said, like once a month would be best um, to do this, to have more maximum impact. So I'm thinking that is what I will do. I will post an update on my Instagram stories Wednesday to kind of fill everyone in. But for everyone that did join my Zoom last week, thank you so much. It was really fun. Um, I do like engaging with you guys while we're watching an episode of Housewives. But don't fret. They won't go away. I just think that doing them once a month will be easier for most. And I would love it for everyone to be able to join. And um, yeah. And make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel. Make sure you leave me a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcast. I would greatly appreciate it. I am also making the podcast a huge goal of mine. So I'm going to be diving more into that and, and pouring more love and trying to grow it and get up in them charts. So, but everyone that is constantly supportive and sending me messages and tagging me and stuff. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I will talk to you guys next week and I will uh, see you guys on Sunday on my live show with Natalie from Femtero. So make sure you check that out. It's 2 p.m. Eastern Standard. All right, guys, I will talk to you guys next week. Have a good day.